Hello and welcome to On the Front Porch with us, your weekly Disney podcast. I'm Tony Pascal. I'm Josh Whitehead. And here we are with our good friend Cameron Yao. And uh, Yaza, why don't you reintroduce yourself a little bit? All right. Hi, I am Cameron Yao, but also known as Yaza. Uh, that's my nickname um, around these here parts. <laughs> and um, I'll be watching Pete's Dragon with these guys today. A movie which I used to love so much as a kid. <laughs> and now not so much anymore. <laughs> no, not at all anymore. Uh, oh man, I still love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know uh, why. Uh, so yeah, we had Yao's on last time when we did Hercules, and it was one of the most like intellectually deep conversations that we've had so far. And I think that this one's going to be right on track with that one. What do you think, Yaza? Um, Yeah, it's something that... I strive for uh, in everything I do to, to bring the smarts to the room. Yeah. <laughs> Just elevate Perfect. our discussion. Uh, so speaking <laughs> of elevating our discussion, uh, this episode's going to be a little bit different uh, because we are going to do a drinking game. So none of us have actually watched this movie recently. We're about to all watch it together. When we say pause, we're actually going to pause and we're going to drink, play a drinking game while watching this movie. Uh, so then we're going to record drunk and see how it goes. Uh, so this is going to look different. It's going to feel different. Yaz is thankfully here to elevate our discussion. So we're, we're good on that front. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so Tony, why don't you tell us what the rules for the drinking game are? Because really we want you guys listening to, uh, join us. Yeah, no, this will be way more fun, I assume, to, like, actually play this drinking game. So, like, <laughs> to be very clear, we are playing the 1977 uh, Pete's Dragon movie. We're not playing, like, that bullshit 2016 movie. Uh, for more on my feelings on remakes of movies, check out our last episode. Um, yeah. So some some uh, notable folks, uh, before, we, before we talk about the rules of the drinking game, some notable folks... I am super excited that Jim Dale is in this movie. Do you guys know Jim Dale? You you told me about it, but I don't understand your obscure fascination with Jim Dale. <laughs> I fucking love Jim Dale. Uh, so this is the guy who, uh, he like, he, I every single summer watch the, uh, I'd rather listen to the Harry Potter books on tape. Uh, I read the books too. So like, I'm like a, super nerd with Harry Potter too, uh, but like I really like listening to it because like some of the scenes are just like really good and Jim Dale does good impersonations of a lot of the characters and so right. he's the narrator he's also the narrator narrator on a show that I really like called Pushing Daisies which you should definitely check out uh, Ooh, that's a good show I know he's the narrator for that he plays Dr. Terminus the like the medical pusher isn't that crazy? Wow. I know! Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, this movie has been elevated. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Actually, it's got a lot of talented people in it. Yeah, it does. Mickey um, Rooney is in it. Yeah. Mickey, as Lampy. Who is Lampy? Which is so fucking crazy. Yeah, it is. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's the he's the he's the uh, he's the caretaker of the uh, 
Lighthouse. Lighthouse, yeah. yeah. Okay, this is really great. <laughs> um, so I love Jim Dale, and I'm really excited to, uh, like, now that I know it's Jim Dale, like, listen for uh, some Harry Potter uh, stuff. Also, this was Ken Anderson. Uh, he was an anim- animator for uh, Disney from, like, all the way back to, like, the 50s and before that, really. Uh, he worked on Cinderella. Uh, and, like, all the way up, this is his last Disney film animating. Uh so that's like a really cool thing. He's his first animated movie with Disney was The Goddess of Spring. So way back 1934. Huh. So one of, he's not he's not quite one of the uh nine old men, but he's like he's up there. He's, he's with there, the, yeah. the original uh animation department. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um that's most of my info uh on on this movie except that at one point did you know that pete was not supposed to show up at all in the movie or rather elliot elliot the dragon is not supposed right. to show up at all in the movie uh and then like basically the animation department was like no no we want to be a part of this movie too and also like it'd be cooler if the dragon was there i guess and so then and they the did. dragon was actually real yeah so for a <laughs> while like there's like this like like, this movie could have looked very different, where, like, you never actually see the dragon. <laughs> right, and never actually know that it exists. Yeah. Yeah, basically, it would have been Shutter Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then there was, like, a theory that, like, maybe the dragon would show up at the very last, but then the animation okay. department was like, no, let's do it the whole thing, so. Whatever. I, I mean, it, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, do you have any uh, fun trivia or straight into drinking rules? Uh, I do have a weird little question for you, Tony. All right. Uh, how how would you define a super duper cool person? Uh, gee, uh, I would define them as awesome. Okay, like what, how do, how would you characterize what what does a super duper cool person look like? Well, I recently got a haircut, so... No, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm thinking more along the lines of uh, somebody who listens to our podcast and then rates and subscribes on uh, iTunes or Facebook. Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was a stretch. It's it's that kind of person. Got it. No, no, no. I'm on board now. Marketing strategy. Got it. Not about me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not about your haircut no uh but yeah you guys at home wearing your cool leather jackets and slicked back hair uh <laughs> go on facebook and find us at front porch disney on twitter uh, at front porch disney at front porch tony and at front porch josh and on itunes like and subscribe yep and uh real quick this is an explicit podcast, same as all of our others. Uh, yep. Please uh, hide little ears, uh, cover them with earmuffs, etc. Uh, yep. There, this this episode will be heavy in uh, uh, porn, pornographic material. So. Oh. Yes, the podcast <laughs> will be heavy in pornographic material. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
Okay, uh, so with that out of the way, Tony, why don't you tell us the rules? Okay, this is very important. I'm going to say it, uh, and then you should like pause it and write it down because you're going to be playing with us. Uh, first right. one, every time somebody breaks into song, so not the whole song, just like every time somebody like starts a song, every okay. time someone correctly says Passamaquoddy, Every time the dragon completely appears or disappears. So if it like half appears or half disappears, it doesn't count. But if it completely appears or disappears, you drink. Okay. Every time the dragon does something clumsy. Every time okay. someone falls into water or mud or tar. Because that happens a lot in this movie. It does. <laughs> and if three people fall in at once, you take three drinks. Okay. Finally... Uh, you chug for the entire time uh, Foghorn is being blasted. So if it's like, you drink that whole time. Right. So uh, uh, let's take some uh, guesses. What do we think, guys? How many drinks is this two-hour and eight-minute eight movie? How many are we going to get? How many so standard drinks? I would just drinks? like to clarify beforehand. Listener, don't take a shot for every of those things, because you will die. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I guess we should clarify. What are what are you drinking, Tony? Uh, I will start out with whiskey ginger, and we'll be moving to. Uh, I've got some like hefeweizens and stuff in my fridge. Uh, Yowza! All right, guys, this is gonna blow your fucking minds. I'm starting out with a cider called Mystic Dragon. Nice. Whoa. <laughs> Nice. Uh, apple <laughs> cider and green tea has been steeped in it. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. It's so good. I'm going to have to try that because that sounds really good. I guess I should refer the maker Appalachian Mountain Brewery. Yeah. Well, Free advertising, guys. You know, hey, uh, Appalachian Brewery, uh, we scratch your back, you scratch our back. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and I just bought a 24-pack of Budweiser, because uh, I have a feeling that we're going to be doing a lot of drinking. <laughs> so, uh, what's everybody's guess? How many how many drinks do you think everybody's going to, like, not like number of sips, but like number of like cans or bottles you have to open? I'm putting my guess at around 11. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, you went high. I went six. I oh. will take the middle ground and say... I actually think I'm going to go a little bit more towards Yelza. I think it's going to be close to, like, six or seven, actually. I think Josh is a little high, but we'll see. I, <laughs> I don't know, man. This is a really long movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh also takes giant chugs. I do Josh take does really not know big how gulps. to sip. No. Um, okay, well, what do you guys say we get this thing started? Alright, so we're actually going to pause, and uh, I will sing a little bit, and then we're going to go drink. I okay. need to watch a movie. Yeah, but before okay. we do, you guys want to do a shot? Yeah, let's take a shot. Alright, uh, here we go. Ancient Times Here's Distant Music. Here's to Elliot. Yeah, here's Elliot. <laughs> uh, that's one. 
That's one. <laughs> All right. Uh, get ready to watch the movie. Go ahead and pause. I'll be your candle on the water. All right. So, hey, Tony. Hey, guys. Um, so it turns out seven hey. and a half for me. Yeah. So how many how many drinks did you take? Um, yeah, I finished, uh, seven, I think. Seven for Yowza. And I got about seven, seven and a half. half. for Josh, okay. So Yowza, Yowza's drinking cider, they're slightly higher content. I mean, not like a whiskey sour, but whatever. Yeah, it's good. Well, it depends on how you make yeah. it. I think it's a little bit higher than a Budweiser. Certainly, I'm not sure. certainly. Yeah, I think it's close. Uh, so... Well, fuck it, these numbers are really hard to read. <laughs> uh, so Tony, what uh, what major themes did you pick up throughout the movie? All right. So here's what I learned: the last ten minutes are all foghorn. It's just foghorn. Burr! So much fucking foghorn. Burr! A lot of foghorn. <laughs> we drank. A... I hope the audience picked up. We on drank that. a lot in the last ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> audience. Let me just say, this is Yaza speaking, Matt. <laughs> Let me just say, if you, like me, usually do not pause the podcast and just keep listening and don't actually watch the movie, don't do that this time. Go back. Watch the movie. Play the drinking game. And then you'll be on the same page with us. No, no. This is the one that you really want to play with us because... Wait, Yaza, you don't watch the movie? You don't pause when we say pause? Um, I usually don't because I don't, you know, have the movie like readily available. Oh. I will say that, oddly enough, the day that I listened to the Moana podcast, my wife rented the DVD from Redbox and we watched it that evening. So. Okay, so you listened to it the day, like after the podcast. That's fine, I guess, listeners. I guess, <laughs> listeners, you can be like Yowza sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so, so, to be clear, before you I guess the main play, theme that I picked play, up. Uh, before yeah. we talk, we should say, uh, listeners, you can continue to play with us. We're going to continue to play, which means that if any of us break into song, we're going to all drink. If anyone of us correctly says Passive Aquati, drink. Passamaquoddy! Listeners, Ooh. every time a dragon completely appears or disappears while we're talking, we will drink. <laughs> Anytime. Oh, fuck. Josh, Josh, Josh. <laughs> Do you see it? That's a dragon over there. Oh, there's, there's, there it is. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. You probably didn't see that since yeah, it was here in it. North Carolina. But there not, it was. Not down here in Dallas. Actually, it appeared and disappeared. So I oh, was drinking it. <laughs> uh, every time the dragon does something clumsy, we have to drink. And any time either of the three of us fall into water, mud, tar, we have to drink. And lastly, or if cement. ever a foghorn happens to go off while we are playing this drink, this podcast, we all have to drink and chug while the foghorn is going. Now, I have to say right now that... 
while we were recording the podcast earlier, there is actually a secret person also in the room. His name was Beardy. He has a real name, but we're not going to say that right now. I don't even know it. <laughs> He's literally been Beardy to me my entire life. I don't, I don't feel like he has another name. For the purposes of this podcast, it's definitely just Beardy. Uh, but he was here, and we didn't let him participate. <laughs> he was here. And he said that he was gonna play foghorn sounds to make us drink, but <laughs> he is he out with my girlfriend out now, and he left with Josh's girlfriend. And don't read it too much into that; it doesn't mean anything necessarily. Um, let's be real; Tina doesn't like to do that much. All right, so I have yeah. twenty-three <laughs> pages of notes. I counted. I didn't take any notes at all. I took a total of two notes during the movie, and I wrote three notes before the movie. I've got a killer memory, you guys. Okay, so I guess I'm going to just carry the fucking team <laughs> here, guys. Cool. Yeah, you got this. Yeah, because you're so great, Tony. Alright, so I feel like we say this every episode But the opening was pretty The opening was really pretty It was like yeah, like Musical, it was like uh, Well, in kind of like an oil canvas too I like that, I thought it was really pretty yeah. You're right like, Yeah, we were, we were talking about how it looked like an oil canvas yeah. Or like a mural But on yeah. a mural, right Because you can see all the cracks in the walls It almost... Yeah. I'm not going to give the movie enough credit to say that that was purposeful. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it being a mural does not have anything to do with the plot. But what? A, it was, it was pretty. very pretty. And to be honest, it was one of the best parts of the movie. Wow. Yeah. I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the very first thing we see is a kid running away from the scary grogans and like they pop out behind like branches and rocks and shit and they're like oh, bah, bah. and it's like fucking shit those guys are scary as shit they start off as like the main villain yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> yes the movie at the very beginning establishes that the krogans are very important characters <laughs> And we should not forget about the Krogans, nope. because they are the villains of this story. Yep, and then we don't see them for another hour and a half. <laughs> I think it's more. I think it's more. I think it's like an hour and 45 minutes <laughs> we, that we do not see the Krogans at all. Okay, this movie. but they're really important. Who wrote this movie? They're really important, guys. <laughs> yes. They are the Ringwraiths in the Fellowship of the That's Ring. Right. <laughs> Frodo slash Pete has to hide from them, and then they're just not in the rest of the movie. <laughs> so they they they're singing this song that's really weird. So like they're singing this song. <laughs> <laughs> Super cheerily, they're like the good thing about this song is that it prepares you for this movie. It it it, does, it really does because yeah, it sets you in a frame it of mind. It gives you like this happy like 
they're like super happy they're like singing they're like happiest home in these hills but they're also like at the same time like yelling about how they're going to tie him (laughs) tie him to a tree roast him slowly so the flames don't hurt they're gonna like literally murder this kid (laughs) they're really expert torturers yeah um because they know exactly what level of flame that you need so that it doesn't hurt that it also roasts uh bcw somebody broke in a song drink where oh you did damn yeah uh, i mean that was close enough there's no music but So, anyway, so it starts to like they... establish that like this this world in which the Grogans are like the Grogans are like they they say that they paid for him. They say that fifty dollars plus plus legal, legal fees, fees. F- fifty cents in legal fees. Gotta keep in mind those legal fees. They paid for him. Plus and legal fees, meaning they must have bought him from like a government agency. A government agency. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is pretty fucked up. Like they want him to work. <laughs> they like consider the fact that like the the money that's spent on legal on like adopting him, the adoption fees are are like his bill of sale, so that he can work for them and they can do whatever fucking thing that they want. Terrible. Like, this is, like, a really fucked up system of abuse. It's pretty terrible. So we can see that already. Yeah, I mean, one thing that I want to point out is that in the history books, the stuff that you're taught in school, they always talk about slavery being in the South. And, like, before the Civil War. But the great thing about this movie is... It reveals that slavery continued, and it was happening in Maine at the turn of the 20th century. Yep. With little white boys. With little white boys. (laughs) White slavery. And guys, think about that term for just a second. Mm -hmm. White slavery. They have to make sure that you understand that it's slavery with white people so that you care about it yeah regular slavery is just that's run-of-the-mill boring civil war antebellum blah 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 slavery that impacts millions of people white slavery white slavery impacts people that you might (laughs) care about (laughs) white slavery impacts a little boy named pete and it scars him so much that he has an imaginary friend yep Wait, which is too damn much. That is too much. <laughs> oh boy. Like okay, so like it, this the slavery anyway. parallels are so intense. Like there is literally a lynching joke that like one of the older brother right there, Rogan yeah. boys make. They they say they're going to hang him from a There's tree. There's literally a lynching joke in this song. <laughs> Which is just proof that the North was way more racist than the South. Yep. 
it's okay. amazing because the South wouldn't joke around okay, about it. Hold on, hold on. No, hold they on, just do it. I actually think that these characters are meant to be Southerners. They have Southern accents. Well, yeah, they're definitely supposed to be from the Appalachia slash Appalachia. They could be like West Virginia Mountains. or something, but they're definitely like they're definitely meant to be like associated with Southern accents. Speaking of which, hey Appalachian Brewing Company. We scratch your back, you scratch ours. Nice. Nice. <laughs> With a sponsorship. <laughs> Thank you very much. I enjoyed this Mystic Dragon. <laughs> Thank you. It, has, it is green tea infused cider with rhubarb and strawberries. Yeah, it had rhubarb in it. How weird is that? Josh, who doesn't even really drink cider, liked it. I did. It was enough good. to try it. Okay. Yeah. So leave this all in, but I'm gonna go pee. You guys keep talking. I'm not okay. Oh, we're leaving it all in. How about that rhubarb though? It's just like a, a I'm not slightly drunk. undertone flavor. Yes, <laughs> exactly. You taste the strawberry. That's the I sweetness. Of yeah, it. a lot. But then the vegetal quality is the rhubarb. Which, yeah. I mean, it's still sweet, but it's a vegetal sweetness. A yeah, dry and sweetness. it's almost like a yeah, like a dry almost bitter undertone which is really smart for cider yeah because cider can be too sweet yeah but when you have that vegetal sweetness it kind of undercuts it and it really makes it work so while tony is peeing hey yowza yes how about how much of a nerd tony is my god tony is such a nerd <laughs> Um, did you hear all of the different things that he had for trivia for this film? Yeah, it was lame. He was talking about a guy named John Bailey. Like, uh, I don't get it. Who even is that? And what a nerd Tony is. Yeah. Uh, did you know Tony teaches math? Oh my god. Fucking math? That guy is such a nerd. Math is literally, but just numbers. Okay, so I pee fast. Just like, sometimes there's words, but the words represent two. numbers. So that's yeah. what makes math so bad. So, like, I'm here. <laughs> so, anyway. Oh, no. Tony, you heard that? Hey, Tony. Okay. Whatever. Oh, it's cool. No. You can finish your, finish your conversation later because I'm going to have to pee, like, three more times. Okay, little known fact, podcast. It's folks. true, Tony pees so Even much. sober, there are, in every One single time. episode that we've ever had, Tony has had to leave during the episode and Josh just talks for a minute. It's true. And, and just, you guys didn't even know it because you were listening to the podcast and they edited that shit out. No, I just keep Josh talking. Josh just keeps talking. I, like, I just talk over quietly it. and I leave. <laughs> <laughs> so the very rare occasions when Tony gets I mean when Josh gets to have a word in edgewise hey, that's actually hey when now. Tony is peeing and Tony can't interrupt because <laughs> he's not there <laughs> so those of you that really love Josh and you're like man I really wish Josh would talk more it's actually the moments when he does get to talk it's actually just when Tony's not there story of my life and then I assume that I know what Josh said, so... Yeah. <laughs> You're like, good point, Josh. That's when those really weird non-sequiturs occur during the podcast. 
Podquest? Podquest. <laughs> All right, fucking guys. The non-podquesters. Jesus fucking guys. All right, let's move. Let's move. Uh, now, let us explain. Josh and I are a little bit more young than Tony, because yeah. Tony is in a different time zone. <laughs> you see, Tony is an hour behind us. So he's so like four beers behind an us. An hour from now, he will be just as drunk as we are. Yeah. But right now, at the time we're doing the podcast, we're actually like time traveling a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Tony does not seem to be as drunk. So anyway, moving on to the next scene, uh, we we established that like he's got this uh, invisible dragon, and then somehow he's in an entirely different tree trunk. Right? He comes into an like an apple orchard somehow. Bum, 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 um, yeah, during bum, the first scene, he is bum, hiding bum, 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 from the Krogans in a tree trunk, bum, 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 like Frodo bum, is hiding from the Ringwraiths. But then, the next scene is in an apple orchard, but he's still in a tree trunk, but not the same tree trunk. <laughs> it's just the place that he hides a lot. I really like your screen I love you too. Tony, shut up, man. Oh. Um, Tony told me definitely to say this during the podcast. While I was watching this scene, we were video conferencing uh, during the movie. Uh, and I said, I referenced when Tony was talking about in the pre-podcast recording, that they had thought about not ever showing the dragon. And just having him be invisible the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, so guys, audience, I want you to just imagine that first scene, that first song between Elliot and Pete. But Elliot is invisible the whole time. <laughs> Where like he He's just saying he also doesn't doesn't it would be anything. so funny. It would just be Pete like looking around and saying, I love you. It's like, what? <laughs> what is that? What do you mean? And then there's just like apples floating around in the middle of the air. <laughs> but then sometimes they're plums because the animators don't know what apples look like. And, uh, you know. I, I think it's really funny too that um, that that scene where like he's eaten all of the apples and then he's like, "Oh no, we're down to the uh, last apple." But they're in an apple orchard. <laughs> There's apples everywhere. <laughs> now, Josh, what you don't understand is these apple thieves, which is what they are, yeah, they're stealing are. these apples. They have a strict code. Only 12 apples can be right. stolen at a time. Yeah. So they can't just steal. <laughs> hey, you know what this reminds me of? And I didn't plan on saying this. But I had a bachelor party a couple of years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We went to Asheville, Asheville, North Woo! Carolina. It's a great place. But we actually stayed in Hendersonville, North Carolina, which is like. Passamaquoddy? Yeah. Asheville, a little bit. <laughs> Passamaquoddy. Passamaquoddy, we have to drink. You have to drink too, audience. Thank you. But in Hendersonville, they grow a lot of apples. So as we were driving away from our. Um, bachelor party pad uh, and returning to our regular lives. We were driving through like miles and miles and miles of apple orchards. 
But we said, fuck that, driving is for losers. So we stopped on the side of the road. <laughs> we stole apples. We did. We were <laughs> apple thieves. We were apple thieves. It's true. The members of this podcast are all apple thieves. Yep. <laughs> Including Alan Coates, we are who's all on a couple of episodes back. Thieves. Including Alan Coates. Alan Coates. He was, if you audience remember, he was the guest member of the Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. Podcast. I was driving, so I did not steal the apples, but Alan was my proxy. He stole many apples from me, which remained in my refrigerator for at least <laughs> eight months. And also, our silent guest, Beardy, uh, also stole some apples. Okay. It was an apple-stealing extravaganza! So, I don't understand, why is he hiding in the tree if he could just become invisible? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, and I don't know, because he's an imaginary dragon. Pass him a water. kind of weird. Drink. Ugh. <laughs> God damn it! Okay, Tony. Maybe it's some maybe it's a little bit too complicated for your feeble mind. The dragon operates on a system of equations that is just too complicated, as he would say. And again, we have to say, how great would this scene be if the dragon was actually invisible and you couldn't see him? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think that it would help the scene a lot. Like, we would just see this kid floating around and telling the air, I love you. <laughs> I think that that would be really, really good. I think which brings us to a point that we talked about while we were watching the movie is how great would this movie be if the dragon was just a, like a psychic manifestation of the kid's inner turmoil. Right, like, like this kid is like clearly going through a lot and like is being beaten and like, like <laughs> something like Later on, we hear about a bruise that he has, and like, uh, and and he says, "Yeah, I get beat up all the fucking time." And she's like, "Oh, like, how great would it be if like he's just creating this as like a mechanism to like fight back against his like literal child abuse?" Yeah, and you said in the last episode in Fox and the Hound that I was being too dark and making assumptions. um yeah i think it's kind of a weird though that like the the people that meet pete don't really address the issues that he's dealt with they just kind of are like oh that sucks and then move on yeah it's not like a significant theme in pete's life after this point which I think is really weird, considering that he is basically a slave. Yeah, no, he is. Like, they literally say, like, we've got a bill of sale right here. For this kid. Right here. $50 plus legal fees. 50 cents. 
(laughs) (laughs) Like, it's weird. It's very strange that they don't address it. Um, Well, Nora sort of does, but we'll get to that in a minute. So, So, here's what we see. We see, like, we see Pete tell Elliot, you have to go invisible. You you have to you have to act like you don't exist so that nobody gets scared off by you. But so Elliot goes invisible, he doesn't do it, he doesn't sort of begrudgingly, but he also doesn't like he doesn't do a good job of being like low key. He like knocks over the fence, he like creates giant <laughs> Elliot tracks in the wet cement, he like throws eggs at the mayor, so like he doesn't do a really great job. That kid with the large feet left tracks in my cement. (laughs) (laughs) Look, Elliot has got a big old booty, and he can't help that. Yeah. He's an imaginary dragon. That's right. He's a perfect pear (laughs) shape. Literally. (laughs) Uh, So, like, we we see this like this scene where uh where like Elliot, you know, like is fucking everything up and including up to the point where Elliot is like mad and like ties the teacher's petticoat to the nail and the teacher walks off and her petticoat gets pulled off from her. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of weird. It's like she was wearing a stripper petticoat already. With the time it just pulls off. Yeah, it's just made out of okra. (laughs) I think that that school teacher has something to hide. Yeah. I think she's got something else going on. March. March. (laughs) March. (laughs) Can we just pause a second and talk about how they were skipping to school? (laughs) <laughs> that's right that's, that is sort of weird that's fair so you're a teacher Yaza. I'm a teacher have you ever had students skip in line like in order to school oh hell no <laughs> have, like when students come to school how do they how do they appear um they appear stoned um, <laughs> possibly drunk uh <laughs> not happy. <laughs> no, not not skipping. But although I don't necessarily think that Hershens were happy, I think they were supposed to skip. Like they were like told you have to skip. This oh yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that they would have been like uh, wrapped across the knuckles if they did not skip correctly in line. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fucked up. <laughs> um, so, so like the we like we learn like so Elliot like gets yelled at by Pete. Pete's like, no, you like fucked everything up, and 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 and, uh, and then the town the town drunkard comes out <laughs> to like meet the dragon, and it's a really great scene. Mickey Rooney. <laughs> so he like he comes out. He like he's like, "Hey, how's it going?" Your buddy's looking kind of green. 
You look terrible. <laughs> oh, wait. You're a dragon. Now I'm scared. Uh, and then we get the great scene. A dragon. A dragon. A dragon. I, swear, I, swear, I thought a I saw a dragon. <laughs> oh, yeah. We started this one. That's right. And, uh, that the heart will go on, go on. Drink. That's right. That makes me a full eight. Really don't like you, Tony. <laughs> um, so yeah, this song is another illustrious tr- addition to the Disney songs that take place in a bar. What other Disney songs take place in a bar? We were thinking of the... Yeah, like, we were thinking of a few. Like, I know that Beauty and the Beast, there's the... Gaston. Gaston. Um, There's, uh... The... uh, Great Mouse Detective. Great Mouse Detective. Yeah. And then the one in Tangled. Tangled. Yeah. The one in Tangled about, like, uh, I had a dream. What? How does it go? I had a dream. I've got a dream. Oh, you broke the song. Oh, that's a song. Drink. Damn. Uh, you're a dirty trickster. <laughs> How could we have ever seen through your ruse? Uh, so during, so- during this like this badass like drunkard scene where they're in the tavern. Uh, we see Nora for the first time, and she comes in, knocks her dad over by opening the door. Has says, anyone seen my father? Has anyone <laughs> seen my dad? <laughs> and everybody just, like, literally drags her into the bar. <laughs> it's one of those great half-doors, too, um, which you normally seen between the kitchen and the rest of the house. But this is a door that leads outside. Yeah. And it's kind of like... I really like this uh, barrel rolling scene. Like, I, I, I said it during the movie. Do a barrel roll! And, like, 12 people did a barrel roll. <laughs> and it was excellent. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, this is after the part of the song where... Uh, 20 men lay their hands on Nora and uh, drag her over to the barrel um, and then she finally complies. Yeah, she's just kicking beers out of their hands. <laughs> it's like a game where they, they yeah. pour new beer into the beer glasses and she kicks them out. I think this she's is like, probably her... is bad. I don't know, man. Like, so we picked a good, a good like drinking game movie because like this movie is the most about alcoholism than any other. This movie, movie is super about alcoholism. <laughs> like the dad, literally, like her, her dad, what's whatever the fuck his name is, black I don't house know. guy. Like he Mickey is Rooney. Mickey Rooney, <laughs> a for sure alcoholism, a yeah. for sure alcoholic. Well, and there, there, it's it's kind of like a, a boy who cried wolf situation. Um, in the same way that it is in Beauty and the Beast, because it's like he's this drunk old man who right. nobody is ever going to believe. Right. And so it's ironic 
that he would be the one to see the dragon and tell right. them, um, like, oh my god, the town's in danger. We've got a dragon on the loose. Um, it, it's it's very much that sort of same situation of why should we believe this known unreliable person? That's certain. Like the 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 like parallels between this and Beauty and the Beast in this scene specifically yeah. look like a lot alike. Um, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Thank God we have this movie so that we gotta have Beauty and the Beast later. <laughs> That's Phew. right. This movie one hundred times better than Beauty and the Beast. I'm just gonna say. No. <laughs> the animation of this movie a hundred times better than Beauty and the Beast. I'm just going to say. The people in this movie look completely lifelike. Right. And so does the dragon. So, speaking of lifelike people, I'm going to go ahead and say, like, Galza, during the the first watching of this movie, when we watched it together, he was like, this is like 7 o'clock in the morning. This is like morning time, and all these people are in the tavern drinking, and I'm still in joke right now. (laughs) It really is, because... You see the children skipping again to, to school. school. It's the beginning of the <laughs> and day. And immediately after, you have this bar scene. It's like <laughs> 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, no. And, these are, and these by are the end of this sure. song, they're literally swimming in beer foam. Just beer foam party! <laughs> Just regular ass soap. Whatever they're fisher people, they need to. Yeah. Uh, they need to like let off some steam. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um. So we move along. Let's move along a little bit. She finds him in the cave. She takes him. They Pete get along. Is mad at Elliot because Elliot is all like, like, like clumsy and shit. And Pete's like, "You scared all the people of past my fucking quaddy." Uh, Passing No, no, no. I didn't say it. You said it. I said passing my fucking well, quaddy. You, you said okay. it. Now we have to drink because you said it. You are a tricky, tricky man. I am. Uh, <laughs> so, like, she takes the man. She takes a man, treats him as a son, like automatically. And I think that's really weird. That like she doesn't even question it. They're they're automatically friends. She doesn't doubt when he says. I've got a dragon. He's got a camel head and an alligator neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so, like, what's really fun about that, too, is, like, he she brings him in by saying, I've got some chowder. This is, like, our first view into the world of New England chowder. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a chowder movie. Chowder is a big deal, and everyone loves chowder, and that's all they eat in New England. Because whoever made this movie thought, man, we should for sure film it in New England, but I don't know anything about New England except for chowder. <laughs> they got some fucking chowder there. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, they they get together. She or He tells her about the dragon, uh, and then the dad comes down next day like 18 hours later he slept a full day got the drunk off and he's like oh my god this kid it's the same kid 
He goes like The boy with the dragon. Yeah. I gotta say, Mickey Rooney in this movie just kills me, man. He's so funny. And that's exactly why he won an Oscar for the role. Did he? (laughs) No, he didn't. (laughs) I was like, wow. Uh, uh, No, no one won an Oscar for this shit. It, It was nominated for two Oscars, both for the music. One for Candle in the uh, yeah, uh, Candle, candle in the, in the water. water, which is awesome. We'll get to that in a second. I'm going to sing the whole song. Just saying. No. Okay, uh, can we pause a second and talk about how awful 1977 must have been <laughs> if this movie had two nominations for the music? Okay, no. Disney's like fucking fancy in this year because Disney actually got two nominations, I believe. In 1997. Uh, really? So they, they actually got another movie um, for music, I believe. Let me take a look. Um, okay, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and talk to you guys. Goodwill Hunting, L.A. Confidential. For sure. Uh, uh, yep. Wag the dog. I don't know. Some kind of Dustin. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that is. Best supporting actor. Oh, Titanic came out that that year. Oh, Titanic. That's probably the one. We're talking about 1977. Jurassic Park? No, The Lost Titanic came out in 91 or 92 or something. Are you sure you're looking for 1978, Tony? Nope, 1977. That's the one I'm looking at. You're so incredibly wrong. Titanic did not come out in 1978. (laughs) Okay, you guys are drunk, clearly. I'm looking at Oscars.org. Like, it is it is 1977, guys. Titanic did not come out in 1977. You guys are drunk. I'm looking at Oscars.org. You're wrong. No, Josh. Tony's not wrong about this. He's never wrong. I'm looking at Obviously, Oscars.org. Titanic came out in 1977. How old is DiCaprio? Oh, <laughs> you know, he never ages. Yeah, he DiCaprio. just looks younger and younger in each movie. DiCaprio okay. just never gets older. I apologize. <laughs> okay. You know, I think he might have been born in 1977. <laughs> okay. Good God. Okay. So, okay, 1977... Music. The music winner was The Omen, uh, and uh, yeah, the music winner was The Omen. Yeah, and so Rocky, I think we know Rocky that it just was Rocky. not a good year for music. Rocky, Taxi Driver won, uh, Rocky, Rocky won and Best Taxi Picture. Driver. Well, Taxi Driver is awesome. Yeah. yeah it is. Yeah, it is. All we'll we'll talk about that there. later. In our podcast about the taxi driver. That's right. <laughs> Their podcast right. about taxi driving movies. Not about movies where they talked about the taxi driver. Yeah. But taxi driving movies. Yeah. All right. We talk about... Check out our, our episode about Rubber. The movie Rubber. It's a good movie. 
All right, fair enough. I apologize. I made a mistake. (laughs) So, anyway, we move along. Yada yada yada. The these two weirdos come to town, and they've already been here, right? They've already come to town before, and so like the fact that they're back here and the town hates them, and on top of that, this the guy can't remember the name of the town really just solidifies them as villains I guess they're kind of villains and kind of just assholes uh, that that like are, are throughout the rest of the story just in the way okay Passum, uh, let, me, let, me just, let me just throw this in Hootie? Uh, somebody's waiting for you in the rescuers uh, was also nominated by Disney in the same year as uh, Pete's Dragon, Candle in the Water. Good. Wait, the rescuers was 1972. Right. Wow. Okay. The rescuers. That's a good movie. Sorry, uh, oh. Josh, you were saying something <laughs> slightly important, I guess. Yeah, I was talking about these two circus folk. Doc Terminus! Yeah. I, th- I think that this is, like, like one of my favorite scenes. The fact that, like, these two guys, they're, like, playing it up. They're, they're, they're actors more than they are physicians. They're playing up the fact that they, like, know what the hell they're talking about. But they have no idea what they're talking about. And, like, the second guy, the assistant, comes up and is like, oh, my my um, blindness or my hearing or whatever. And they just consistently do this. And I really like this scene. Just what, in general. What, what song is playing during that time? Fuck if I know, man. I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a full eight in at this point. <laughs> I think it's like Passama... Passama Suki? Passama Shemi? It's Passama Quaddy! I'm a drink. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's funny, though. I I really like these guys. Uh, And especially, too, when it comes to a little bit later, uh, the dad... Mickey Rooney, like, escorts the assistant to the cave where Elliot's at. And <laughs> I, me, me and Yowza had this conversation while the movie was playing. He never found out that Elliot was in this cave. He never knew. So, like, how did he know oh, to go to this cave? Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like, it was really weird because, like, the the woman saw him walking to the cave. The dad was drunk in a bed and never saw him going to the cave. And I think that's really, like, a, a big plot point for me. I, I really got upset by that. <laughs> so this is where the deleted scenes come into play. For uh, you see, there was a deleted scene where Mickey Rooney drunkenly stumbled uh, to the caves under the lighthouse. Yeah. Met Elliot. Shook um, his hand. <laughs> shook hands. 
Right. Um, shared, they shared spat a on their hands and then like, shook. Yeah, like real men like a shared a, a like couple of gallons of whiskey. It's like more movie. <laughs> yeah, the movie is not really long enough <laughs> uh, to portray the themes that are present. I mean, all one fourth of a total theme that is present. So. On the way there, we skipped my favorite, my nomination for the adult joke of the movie, which is where Dr. Terminus says, I have an appointment with a young woman who wants to be a nurse. Because uh. <laughs> he's going to have sex with her. I don't know, man. I think the lynching joke was my adult joke of the week. Oh, but that's terrible. It's like death and stuff. This one's about sex. Sex is like better than death. <laughs> yeah, I guess if I had to choose between sex and death, I would probably I'm coming out strong sex. for sex. <laughs> so, <laughs> so on the way here, right, the assistant guy, I don't know his name, uh, too drunk to look up an IMDB, I'm uh, uh, he, he's like, he's like, I want to pet him. And he's like, petting the <laughs> petting Mickey Rooney's face just like I want to pet him <laughs> he does a good job acting drunk he does a really good job acting drunk in this scene well, they both do Mickey Rooney is an incredible drunk that's right uh. Mickey Rooney an incredible drunk we're <laughs> saying it on this scene on this podcast Mickey Rooney if you want to come on this podcast and act drunk with us you're welcome to at any time really fun trivia about the movie Mickey Rooney was never cast. Uh, you see, they actually just found him drunk and <laughs> showed said, him a script. <laughs> hey, we're going to lead you this way. Talk to one of our actors. Um, and then all of his scenes happened. Oh, Jesus. So he wasn't acting drunk. So Mickey Rooney he was actually drunk. He was actually out there drunk. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he actually did see the dragon that was the inspiration for the film. I, I also gotta say, like, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but Mickey Rooney teaching Pete how to paint really bothered me, too. Like, we, we had a big, long conversation about this between me and Yowza. We had to pause the film for literally, probably, like, five an minutes. hour and a half <laughs> to talk about how to paint a lighthouse you see mickey rooney says just up, up and, down. and down up and down when obviously you should either go down down or side, side to side they were panels right they were like they were separate panels why not just paint the panels and then move up to the next panel like it just didn't make any sense to me it really really bothered me That's to be totally funny. fair mickey rooney God was <laughs> plastered during the filming of this movie. Yeah. Thank you for that, Tony. That was good. Yeah, I, I got you uh, back. Uh, <laughs> um, so, like, we move on. I, I'm just going to skip a whole big section here because there's a lot of section here that's not important to the story. Uh, <laughs> we get to... You I saw skip a belching old... dragon? Sorry. No, I want to skip all the way ahead to when uh, they the the 
Corgans, Gorgans, reappear and like. Wait, wait! I want to talk about the 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 terrible teacher who's like who literally puts the dunce cap on the student. Oh my god! <laughs> oh yes, you're right. This was a great scene. That was a good scene. So well, especially like, because so like, like basically like when when the when like so the students all have this like great dance scene or whatever, and. uh and Pete and Nora show up at the at the schoolhouse, and the teacher's like, "Thank you for fucking up my entire fucking lesson, asshole." Late, 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 <laughs> late, late, and uh, Nora. <laughs> Nora's yeah, like, Nora's. Nora's throwing some serious shade. She's like, "Oh, I believe that everyone deserves an education, education, education," and she's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, snap!" Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, all the rap stars that we had in the room with us at that time, they were all like, Oh, ba 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 ba! Killer! <laughs> Beardy is actually really good at rapping. <laughs> he is literally the best DJ that I know. Yeah. DJ Beardo. DJ Beardalicious. So, audience, if you're looking for someone to DJ your next <laughs> birthday party, Christmas One day we'll party, have Beardy on the podcast, <laughs> and he'll talk in the most rhythmic, <laughs> the most rhythmic layout. You well, let me ever... tell you one thing about Beardy: he's got really great hair. Oh my god, the guy has a beard. Like you would not believe. I know okay. you literally cannot hear his hair on the podcast, but damn, guys! If you I got could. a haircut today, and I literally showed them a picture of beard. Nobody cares about your haircut. Oh God, you're such a narcissist. Nobody cares about your haircut. I showed them a picture of beardy and said, "This is the haircut that I want." <laughs> okay, that joke. Was no, no, the no. Did you, you really though? Jesus Christ. Did you really, though? No. I showed the at your wedding, Alza. You were. And let me tell you, you've never looked more handsome. Okay. No, it was a good day. Okay, so, moving on. <laughs> so, speaking of which, actually, real fast, on Twitter, I said that our special guest for this week, Hint, was going to be married to Tony. <laughs> Surprise! It's Yowza. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you thought it was going to be Marie, but it's actually Yowza. <laughs> it's my other, my other uh, uh, married person. I don't know what you'd call it because I can't. Spouse. 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 Yes, that's the way. Yeah. Yes, yes, you're right. Um... My anyway, other, my other spouse. Moving on, I want to sc- scoot all the way along to where the Gorgons show up. The, okay. the, the I'll just pass like five five notes. That's cool. <laughs> no big deal. Five pages of notes. We'll, we'll skip all your notes, Tony. We're, we're we're running low on time here. This be fair. It's mostly gibberish. So the Gorgons show back up, and they're like, uh, "We've got this bill of sale." <laughs> We paid fifty dollars and also legal fees for that kid that's in your boat. 
we're going to take him. And the, <laughs> Nora's like, no, I'm going to fight you. I'm going to, I'm going to beat you down. This song is so violent that I don't even know what to do with this song. Like, it's so cheery though. She's like, you can have him. You will abuse him. And him we have a drink. And enslave him. And whip. Like, it's, it's awful. But it's so oh, she scary. says the word slave, too. Yeah, like, she does. We, we hadn't heard the, the specific word slave. But Pete is a slave. <laughs> Literally Let- bill of sale. Let's pause a second and think about how we haven't seen the Krogans since the opening scene. It's been an hour and a half. An hour and 45 (laughs) minutes or some shit. These are the main villains of the film. There's this uh, really awful scene when the Grogan show up, and they where like the the one older brother's like, "You grab Pete, and I'll hold her." And he's no, like, "You no, can take Pete. I'm I'll gonna hold her. hold her." And and then the dad's like, "No, y'all both grab Pete. I'll hold. I'll her. hold her." And the mom's <laughs> like, "Mom's like, no. If my boys want to hold that woman, she's they're gonna hold that woman." I'm like, holy fuck, dude! It's like the worst, like, some of the, like most terrible, like, scene ever in a like Disney movie ever. It's pretty awful. <laughs> That's like a terrible exchange of lines. <laughs> Never has Disney come so close to a Pornhub search <laughs> than in that moment. Um, my God. I'll hold her. My boys want to hold her. Fucking shit, dude. Yeah. But it's so chipper. It's so happy. I, I guess the other... I'll tear oh. you apart. <laughs> I, I think that all this time, we haven't even been concerned about Paul. Like... Nobody gives a shit about Paul. <laughs> like, Paul is just dead. Paul is dead. Paul is dead. As the Beatles would say. <laughs> yeah, Paul I mean... Dead. Paul is dead. Paul is dead. Paul is dead. Paul is dead. You guys are talking about Paul right now? I have no idea who Paul is. Because <laughs> he's just full-on dead. Is Paul the fiance? Yeah, Paul, yeah Paul's, Paul's the dude. Paul's, Paul's the fiance. Although I don't think he's actually a fiance. He's just some guy. He's a <laughs> sailor that Nora likes. He's the like he's the singer in that 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 song. It was like Brandy, you're a fine girl. What a good wife you would be. Yeah, no, life, Paul is definitely like he's lying when he said he like he he went unconscious and didn't remember who he was. Paul is definitely just like a pirate or something. 
He's like he hanging out in some port. sort of shady dealings. Yeah, Paul is just uh, hanging out in the port. So he definitely long. did not go under. He just like is like, man, <laughs> not sure if I want to hang out in New England. It's cold there. <laughs> All they have is chowder. <laughs> Jesus. Or pasta every once in a while. <laughs> so, moving along, we we get to towards the end of this movie, and it seems like nothing is resolved for me. Like, very little of this movie is actually resolved. They've got a, a primary and a secondary net, and both of those get fucked tertiary. up. The tertiary net. This tertiary net just happens to work out. And for the record, the tertiary net is significantly larger larger than the primary and the secondary net. Like, the primary and the secondary were not that big, but the tertiary was the one that did it. They were preparing for the tertiary. <laughs> now, they really now like wore out that tertiary joke. They, like, made, like, seven jokes about how, like... Dr. Terminus knew what tertiary meant, what, but nobody else did. <laughs> they went hard on that joke. <laughs> now, audience, um, can you tell that Tony and Josh both went to NC State? Uh, they're talking about engineering terms. Uh, the tertiary net is versus the secondary and primary. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> this is what they're focusing on in this movie. The nets. Yeah, the, the fucking stop nets. like you don't know what tertiary means, and let's move on. <laughs> I have no idea what tertiary means. Yeah, because you went to UNC. It probably means baloney. The baloney net. That's what you get for UNC education. Pass him a fucking quaddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want to drink like, like one and a half and beers? And then we move on. Go ahead. <laughs> I've drank like one and a half beers since we started this recording. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost at nine right now. I, I'm hitting nine. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. My next note is tied down, scary, and then Elliot saves the damn day. Yay, Elliot! He's an imaginary dragon that saves the day. He then for the life the of sale, me, literally destroying yep. the the destroying slavery. And then what's really weird is he like the next scene throws the Gorgons into tar. Uh, <laughs> making them work, and like there's like this weird like I, I don't know I don't know how to feel about that next scene where like the Gorgons are now like covered in tar and like maybe like the objects of like uh, I don't know I'm gonna move on too drunk to, to, to parse that right now I think it's like lynching yeah you know, they sang about lynching earlier now they've sort of been lynched there's no feathers no yeah. feathers but they're like definitely like not dead but like yeah they're not dead <laughs> yeah they're quote unquote not dead right yeah. 
Ellie uh, then saves them from the uh, the electric saves the mayor from the electric pole. So now he's a good guy, and the mayor's yep. like, "Thank you, dear uh, dragon." Yeah, and then uh, Elliot goes and saves the day in the lighthouse too by blowing fire into this contained space. I don't know why it took so long because it's surrounded by glass and it's not like a whole ton of air gets in there. And on top of that, His there wasn't were in the way. They no, but like constricted. My my issue is that there was no fog. So like why why couldn't they just see the shore? Like there wasn't any fog out that night. But it was a just, big storm, so it's like hard to see the shore, right? No, but there was no rain. It was just regular ass nighttime. Why did it matter so much just to get the thing going? To, to get the lighthouse going? Josh, 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 let me explain. Mm-hmm. Ever since the turn of the 20th century, we have been coddling our youngsters. You have to have. <laughs> Lights to sail. You have to know where you're actually going. <laughs> the back in the day, they just knew where to go by instinct. <laughs> it's all part of the liberal agenda to dumb down our American sailors. Yeah, uh, this makes sense. Yeah, it does. That's what this movie is really all about. <laughs> liberal agenda against sailors. The liberal agenda against sailors. And with that, good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone sees Elliot, and then uh, Nora makes out with the dragon. There's some hot human <laughs> dragon. Uh, oh yeah, sex scene. It's pretty great. It's definitely. I had to leave the room for that part. Um, it was too hot for Cameron. It was man. <laughs> Ooh. I did not want to see my dog. I didn't want to let my dog see me in that state. Um, oh man, scarring. I think. Yeah, I just had a raging boner during the whole scene. Driving yep. makeout scene. Yeah, my <laughs> wife was there too, but it was all about Nora and the dragon. Yep. Um, wow. <laughs> Did I tell you guys that one time Mitchell Katie sent me pe- pterodactyl sex? <laughs> sent me pornography that was about pterodactyls having sex with each other? No. Now, audience, that's uh, your introduction to Mitchell Katie. Which I'm uh, sure will not be the last time you hear of him. <laughs> Did you know he's Catholic? And Jewish. <laughs> he, sent, he sent me stuff about pterodactyls having sex. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So we've introduced you to two of our friends now. <laughs> it's a wacky world. <laughs> so anyway, they survived the night. Paul is alive. Uh, and my first thought was like, what if Paul is an asshole? Like, what if he's, like, some super asshole? They were actually only dating for, like, two weeks, and then he went out to sea and died. Brandon, <laughs> you're a fine girl. What, what a good, good wife you would be. 
Oh, no. Can we talk about how good Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was? Oh my wow. god, I loved it. It was really good. It was so that good. That song is in that movie. Literally, it is. It is. And it's it is so literally good. in the movie, everybody. <laughs> in the As opposed movie. to figuratively in the movie. Well, like Tony, have movie. you seen it yet? No. Oh, it was damn so good. it, Tony. It's so good, Tony. It's really I'm good. You should see it. Jesus Christ, guys. Put me on blast. No. <laughs> Boom! That's you being on blast. Bam. Okay. There it goes. Blast. Blast. Well, blast. Elliot has to leave. Passamaquoddy. <laughs> Passamaquoddy. Passamaquoddy. Oh, God, I'm out. God damn it. <laughs> That's nine. So Elliot has to leave, and so he's like, he has to go and save other orphan children. His next next child is Oliver Twist, uh, and he Where's is. Where's bandana go? <laughs> I'm sorry, I was talking to my dog. <laughs> Her bandana's gone. <laughs> Alright, y'all. I'm gonna go pee again. You guys finish up this scene. Okay. So, Elliot leaves, and Tony's a nerd. Uh, like, amazingly nerdy. Josh, I'm gonna be totally honest with you. I do not remember the end of the movie. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Paul shows up? He does. And we were like, whoa, Paul's back! And he he called out... He was like, Nora! And she just happened to be right there. (laughs) And so Peter not only has a mother, he now magically has a father. And then he tells Elliot to fuck off. Right, and Elliot's like, okay, buddy, I'm on my way. I'm gonna go hang out with another kid. Another kid. Which is how we get the 2016... Peace Dragon. Peace Dragon. Because he's hanging out with that kid now. Now that kid had a much better imagination. Because he's like way better animated. Yeah. And he's like all hairy and he doesn't look like a Scooby-Doo villain knockoff. Um, yeah. Yeah. And like and the other thing is that his name is also Pete which I think is really weird. I think that this, this dragon... Elliot only has fondness for little boys whose name is Pete. Now, I think that dragon species, the Elliot species, can only bond with Pete's. Yeah. Um, Texas Pete. Texas Pete. Uh, Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete. He was really good at basketball, but the only reason that he was good at basketball is because Elliot could teach him how to be good at basketball. Yeah. And Texas Pete was good at being hot sauce. And also from Texas. And from Texas. <laughs> Texas Pete um, is from North Carolina, everybody. Not from Texas, just so you know. And Elliot taught him how to be from North Carolina slash Texas and being hot sauce. Yeah. What does it say about North Carolina? That we had to name it after that Texas. That we named it after Texas. <laughs> 
By the way, audience, I don't know where you are in this country or in this world, but North Carolina has the best barbecue. It's true. Ours is all vinegar based. Can I just say that there were there was somebody who from Mexico who said that they wanted more yowza in more of our shows, that we should have more yowza in on our shows. For I think good after reason. This episode, they're gonna reconsider their thoughts. <laughs> You know, though, it doesn't surprise me. I get a lot of fan mail from Mexico. Yeah. Um, especially Cancun. I don't know why. But Cancun really loves me. Um, but for you, the audience member who asked for Morialza, thanks. That's really sweet. I hope you didn't change your mind. And... Also for you, this was the last time we're ever going to have Yaza on the show. <laughs> Soak it fucking up. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy it while you can. Uh, so, the movie's over. I felt very satisfied. <laughs> um, I love this movie, guys. Everybody, I love this movie. I think it helped that I drank a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that you guys did too. Um, overall, I thought it was a really, really good movie. I haven't seen it since I was like nine years old, you guys. So it's been like 12, 13 years for me. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen this movie. And I really did have a lot of like nostalgia moments in this movie. And I think that overall, it was... It was good. Like, I liked it. Meanwhile, I made Yelza watch it, like, five times, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Obviously, Tony and I were in DMC together. For the longest time, I loved Pete's Dragon. I watched it so much as a kid. But the only scene that I could remember <laughs> was the is when the Elliot was fire roasting the apples. <laughs> it was the only thing I remembered of the movie. <laughs> and then during DMC, I I lobbied for us to watch Pete's Dragon over and over and over again <laughs> until we finally watched it, and then we did. <laughs> And everybody's mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I realized why I didn't remember anything but that scene. Because you were drunk. <laughs> because Can we just because talk about I, how great that because my the apple scene is though? Like it's because my parents scene. probably didn't let me watch anything else. They yeah. maybe shut it off after that scene. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's all about alcoholism. But seriously, though, it is a fun movie. Um, it has no thematic meaning. <laughs> but if you want to watch people singing, not dancing, they don't really dance. They don't really dance. Um, the children dance that one scene. The, yeah, the kids dance. Yeah, the one scene, the children do dance. Um, but if you want that... It's a good way to spend way too much of your afternoon. 
Yeah. Uh, so thanks for listening to this episode, guys. And again, thanks to Cameron Yao. We appreciate having you on. It was fun getting drunk with you in your home. <laughs> so thanks for that. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, again, super cool kids. Find us on Facebook at Front Porch Disney. Find us on Facebook at uh, Front Porch Disney, at Front Porch Tony, at Front Porch Josh. You meant Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. And also yeah. use the hashtag at uh, hashtag Front Porch Talks and be entered into a contest to get some free Front Porch swag. And also oh, yeah. we're going to be entering your names into the uh, drawing if you join the conversation on Facebook. So do that. And, you know, if you have some ideas for what movies you want us to watch next, just sort of let us know on Twitter or on Facebook, and we'll be happy to take that into consideration. The last thing is on iTunes. Find us there. Uh, really, we don't do any uh, paid advertising, so anything you guys can do on iTunes... Uh, will definitely help out. Just sort of leave us a review if you have a friend that, you know, loves Disney or loves cursing or pornography on podcasts. <laughs> uh, get them to uh, leave us a rating on iTunes as well. That really helps out a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so where, that, can, where can people find you so that way they can stop sending me your fan <laughs> Well... Um, on Twitter, they can find me on Twitter at uh, at brandished sword, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you have uh, Galza fan mail, don't send it to us. <laughs> They don't want to read that nasty shit. No, we don't. Send it to Yowza. Uh, so, with that, Tony, why don't you sing us out? Alright. I would pick the very best song and you guys have to drink for it. You guys ready? Oh, God. So ready. We'll bind him up. Bind him up. Can't you hear the jingle jangle sound? Oh, yeah. It's money, money, money by the pound. A dragon! A dragon! I swear I saw a dragon! Passamaquoddy. No, no. Passamaquoddy. No, no. Passamaquoddy. Tony, you just repeated yourself like three you said, times. You said it correctly three times. Three times. You're really bad at this. <laughs> Sima da body. Passamasoqui. Mama Sambabi. <laughs> Pass him a quaddy. Pass him a quaddy. Yeah, pass him a quaddy. Drink a ton of times, guys. Stop, God. All right. Uh, thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs>